Why are you here today? Here. In this meeting. This morning. Why, why did you come? Um, Yopi and Kiki could have done maybe a morning nap. Why did you come today? Um, was it out of habit, commitment, to give, to receive, to see your friends? And my next question is, did you even think about it? Did you even take time to think about why I'm going to church tomorrow? What's going to happen? What can I give? What can I receive? What I need healing from? What am I expecting God to do in my life? Am I expecting God to do anything? Um, sometimes we just go through the motions and we don't really live. Siggy, thank you for that nodding. So, and, I, and I feel God saying, are we really living in the now? Are we, are, we, are we just going through the motions or are we really alive now? But see, understand. As you stand and you kijk naar je twee voeten, dan is je hier. Or you're present. Ik denk dat COVID was blij om naar COVID voorbij goed, maar wat het ook gedoen het, het was een post-COVID, this and a pre-COVID, that and a post, it's like post-war and pre-war. Maar we're not in the now. What, what about the 24 hours we get today? No. Simon said to me on Friday, we just had a little thing for her on Friday morning because it's her birthday tomorrow. If you guys want to phone her and she's in Cape Town, five minutes from Cavendish Square, if you're wondering where she is tomorrow. We had a little thing for her and she said to me, man, you've also got three kids. I've also got kids in school and sport and church and friends. She said, sometimes you make it look so effortless. Effortless. Because it is an effort. I mean, all of you know it is, a, it is an absolute effort. But what can I do what for Simon la think it looks effortless? And I, and I think it's, it's a moment-to-moment living with what God's got for me now. I can't claw on what in the past happened. I can't okay worry about what tomorrow will What's the point? The Bible says it's a sin anyway to worry. So I, I do sometimes try and live moment-to-moment in God now. I don't want to miss God, what you're doing now. Vandaag, hierdie oomblik. And um, a part of that testimony is I had a friend in Cape Town. I got saved in a Josh Jean church. I'm not fantastic. We were a couple of surfers in a, in a hall, surfers in a hall in Bloberg. You've all heard the story, a couple of surfers in a hall. And um, I got saved, and shortly after that, I met um, Nicole Mazaray. That's from Oatsong. She'd been serving the Lord a bit longer. I've been serving him five minutes. She's been serving him 20 years. So, okay. But we became good mates. And um, she introduced me a couple of months later to my husband, to be now Dirk. Which is why I moved to Oatsorn, to be a part of the generations of farmers. And so the exciting thing is, and a lot of you here... No, Nicole, I know the Marias. Nicole had always said, that was our mentors in our life. Maria and Marie and Marie. No, you live as three. So we've got one here, and we've got the daughter of one here, and I don't know, the third one's not here. This is Sunetsama. Am I right? The dad and Marie, Marie. Yeah. So, Susubaya connections, no? Susubaya connections. Anyway, so I moved to Oatsorn, and some say, Thanks to that move and a domino effect, Jostrin is here today, what, whatever God wants to do. But what happens then is in the last term, 
het enige iemand sy leven meer verander in the last term than the brands. I mean, can so much happen in one term? Um, so what happens in the brands life is Stefan and Debs move to Mossel Bay, they come to Oudsoorn, they buy a house, they move in, the boys in the worship, wie gebeur goed in a kwartaal, but the house that they move into, I ask Nathan, what's the, what, what, what is your favorite thing about this house? Not the pool, not the staircase, it was one of my best friend's mom grew up in this house. So this was Nicole and her sister Leanne, grew up in this house, where Nathan now lives. Where Nicole used to lead the youth for Oatsorn Youth Impact Youth Center in town. For alles, alle youth. And they used to worship. And now the Brunt boys are in youth and they're worshiping. I want to say thank you. You know, so many other teenage boys are doing other things today. I want to say thank you for practicing. I want to thank you, thank you for coming every Sunday. I know some Sundays is Yellow Miskini Lissy. You don't show it. They look like altitless. They make it look effortless. Fake it till you make it, Sarah. Guys, thank you. You're going to lead a life of impact. Honestly, all three of you boys. You're going to lead a life of impact. And I really, really want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you. Can we all agree? So, so can you see the connections? That's one person. And Nicole also lives moment in moment with God. What I also learned from Nicole, you give out of a place of, you give from love, not for love. So if you give from love, you don't expect anything in return. I've got, this is what I've got, I'm going to give it. But if you don't have, and you give to expect, you're going to end up disappointed. Because people are never going to meet what, what you thought... I had a brother like that. He passed away at 50, Warren. He was a bit of a legend. And Warren, man, he used to give. I mean, I man had gegee a car, gee 50,000, you need it, I give it. But I he always gave for love. And then at Christmas, he's the old crying, because nobody phoned me. I said, but why don't you pick up the phone and phone me if you want to talk to me? Because it's always, I'm going to give, but why am I not giving back? Because it's not from love, it's for love. So if you give for love, you're going to end up empty and alone because nobody can repay what you give. Galatians 2. But, uh, this is from the New King James. I'll tell you why there's a word in here that I like better than the NIV. Uh, but if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. Is Christ therefore a minister of sin? Certainly not. For if I build again those things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer who I live, but Christ lives in me in life, which I now live. The flesh, I live by faith, the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace. My etiomenigewone King James. This in you, King James. I'll tell you why. In the King James, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Nevertheless. Because what he's actually saying, I have been crucified with Christ equals dead. Nevertheless, I live. This is so I Nevertheless, I lost my business in COVID. Nevertheless, I live. I had a fight with my wife or my husband. Nevertheless, I live. Nevertheless. So in God, we die with him. But can you get any tricks here? And I could be all wrong here, Dovi, correct me if I'm wrong. 
But it's just the fraud stuff that dies. The good stuff that he wants for us, that lives. So the fraud stuff dies. Nevertheless, I live in what what God's got for me and my destiny. It's a win-win. It doesn't always come easy. It's not always effortless. I think Darby and Liesl's last 20 years to get to this place wasn't effortless. Is it true? Die manne wat van Melpos afkom. Is it waar? Were they faithful with a little? Is that why they got more? Jylle het so gesê. Nee ekkie. Nee ekkie. So, so remember that connection I wanted to say now? And we crucified, yet we live. Say God wants me to live. Say that out loud. For sure. For sure. God wants me to live. Too many of us are still living in the past, worried about the future. There was a picture of a spoorsnaier. Hy ou wat die spoor gevolg het van a dier wat gekwees is, nou volg hulle daai bloedlijn. But he got so distracted that he goes to the left and then he's thinking of the past. Eventually you can't even see the spoor anymore. You don't know where you're going. You've lost it. If we're not in the here and the now, let go, learn from the past. Let go. Kijk so nou en dan in die rearview mirror. But if you don't let it go, the Bible says it's a sin to worry about tomorrow, so let's forget about that. Okay. Okay. Martha Luther preached out of this book of Galatians a lot. Didn't he stick it up somewhere? Because it's a book of liberation. It sets you free. Because they were fighting religion. Today we're still fighting religion because religion seeks to look good, appease the flesh. It's all about the outside. It's all about appeasing the critics. But the relationship with God, it's you, your real sinful self, before a pure holy God, and then he accepts you and loves you and uses you because you have faith in his son. That's, that's relationship. Now, for ochtend gaan soek ek op God, what does relationship mean? And it says the connection between two people. So if you have a connection with God, and a connection with people. You're never going to be alone. They say one of the biggest things post-COVID now is people are so depressed and alone. You can stand in a room with a hundred people and you feel stock seal alien. If you're feeling like that, it's because you haven't connected to God or to anybody else. And it doesn't just happen. It's not effortless. I'm sorry I have to say that. A connection means you have to be intentional. You're not going to have a kind connection with everybody here. That I can also promise you. It's not going to happen. Pick one or two. Build a real relationship. The last couple of weeks, our com has been Magrit and uh, Gary. They're not here today. But you, you put out an hour and a half, and two couples can say, so how are you doing in the Lord? And, and you build a connection. But, but you have to set out at least an hour and a half, you have to ask the real questions and you have to be brave enough to give a truthful answer. So if you don't have a real connection, um, but, but start with your connection with God because do it out of a place of love, not for love. Belangrijk. Okay. So, 
as ons nou connections, ek kan nou niet van myself praat, jy het nou die connection met Nicole Mezerai, move, die Maris, die Maria's, die Maria's City, I move from, from Parklands to Oudzone, Henry, is jy my huis gekoop, when I moved, did I move into my house, connection, connection, hulle kom hier, ek, het is niet, dat is niet, we're all connections in connections in connections, ek sal nou, Olie sal nie omgees, ek het noem nie, my friend Aldo, husband is the beer, He's a cop in town. Segi loves cops. He's a cop in town. And we had a break in a couple of years ago. It was op Jurgense 40ste verjaarsdag. We get home and ons leer pa goed wat die daar was nie. And ons besef we were broken in machtig. And het kom in die politie en wat. En in die week aan haar begin die kinders slecht slaap. Nou, her husband moet nie. Baie erg oor kinders. Myne vooral. En nou, het is hy a klein kinders. Maar Nika... Ek bel die dag vanmorgen, ek sê, Nika, kan nie slaap, Bikkie bang. Wat, sê, I won't have anything of it. I don't even know if he was on duty, but he got in his car, he drove around every house in Bridgeton, I think, till he found that bloke, hiding behind the toilet, dragged him out there, locked him up. That's what he did. Connection. It's because he loved Nika. Nika couldn't sleep. That's what connection does. Don't underestimate the power of connection. Relationship. Okay. Um, and do you know what happens when you start living this life in this connection with God? It's not out of religion, but you do start looking different from the outside. It happens. Not because of religion, because of relationship, because you start to live a life that wants to honor Him. So, so the Spirit gives you a life of a bit of restraint. But they all that lack is Who of you don't like the word restraint? The nice naipis, I know. Anybody else? <laughs> Don't, I mean, restraint. It seems so, but note. But the Spirit definitely teaches you some restraint. You can't say, Oh, mom, my coffee morning. You can't. You can't even say anything. Now, I don't think, shouldn't have said that. Need some restraint. Next time I'll know better. Because we're living a life not for us to honor God. So that people can see a living, loving God through your life. If you go about ranting and raving and talking and because I'm free, is it going to point anybody to him? No. Okay, let's get on. Freedom from the law in order to pursue your destiny in God. For a minute. It won't be a whole minute. Close your eyes. Concentrate for a moment about the goodness of God over your life. The overwhelming goodness of God over your life. And then say thank you. And then tell him how amazing he is. And then open your eyes. Who had nothing? Oh, this is this is now being real, but who had nothing to be thankful for? Who didn't feel God's goodness over their life? Was there anybody? As you know, brave genoeg is om jou hand op te steek nie. Please go talk to someone about that because this is a lekker plek om te wees hier If you didn't have anything to be grateful for or didn't realize God's goodness over your life, then come to Davi and Liesel. I'm choking, I'm choking, I'm choking. Choking. Dirk is lieflik. Deep. 
<laughs> but, but please go see someone. Thomas sal baie lang met jou gesels. Hy sal lekker lach ook. Please go see someone, because it's not a good place to be. Dirk turned 50. Was it this year? Ja, is a lange jaar. Black. <laughs> Dirk turned 50 this year. And on the motivational Monday, on KFM that Monday before his party, they had a thing. It was a 75-year um, survey of what leads to a good quality life. And the bottom line was, good quality relationships lead to a good quality life. So make that connection with God. Make that connection with a couple of people in church. It's not going to be everybody. I can promise you that. And then, and then we'll take it from there. Good quality life. Do you believe God can use you? Do you believe you're worth being used? Do you believe you're worth being loved? Why good to 15 minutes out the sort. Sorry. Um, make it your life goal to figure it out. Yeah. Is the way you are living proof of a loving God? When Segi rocks up at the police station and he gives up his morning to go pray for those cops, because as I said, he loves cops. Is it proof of a loving God? Leen die nacht wakker oor hy man is sy geestelike gezondheid. Waar oor lie jy wakker in die nacht? Do you do something about it? Are you, are you living in expressing God's love for what he's burdened on your heart to do? But said I in book, I unleashed book, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? What would you do? What are the dreams that God has put in your heart? Because I can tell you it's not the same as mine. It's not the same as Segi's. Not the same as Shanae's. The same week Shanae sort of coming to Oatsorn, a friend of mine says, I've got a little place in town I want to rent out. I realize it's a minute from their house. It's not a very big place, but a lovely garden for a dog. She can always move somewhere else from there. The same week, God says, Shanae got a place. Minute from them. Minute. Minute. I sent her a video. Minute. I said, one minute. I don't want to lie. Okay. We're landing with this. My friend Cindy, who spent the weekend with me. Who knows Cindy? My friend Cindy. Now her husband, Monet. Oh, this is a long story. Don't dwell in the past for forever. But why am I mentioning this? It's because their friends, Femke, that came from Mossel Bay yesterday to unpack the boxes and say hello. I walk in. I say, hi, Mandy. This is my friend Cindy. Cindy, Femke says. They wanted to come to um, South Africa for one year, about 10 years ago. And they wanted to look for church online so long before they moved. And she googled charismatic churches in South Africa. And the first one to come up was Joshua Generation. And the first video she saw before, before even going into one Josh Jen meeting was Cindy's husband, Monet, coming home after having a brain tumor removed. And all the Josh Jen is lining up in the street, Davi Ghanayl. And that was the first testimony she saw of this church. Who are these people? Who is this Mona Oak? Why are they all in the street? And, and now they've been in Josh Jen for nine years. A connection, connection. Why am I mentioning this? Because Cindy then told God, I'll never be in church leadership again. Mona passed away. I have to add that. Cindy got remarried to a lovely Christian bloke, Emil, the one that promised to move to Oatsorn if the box went. He didn't say when. But, but Cindy said to God, I never want to be in church leadership again. 
But the church looked after her, looked after her all night. I don't know why she was so upset. She was upset. So the other day, two weeks ago, at a ladies' meeting in her house, um, she's talking to some of the girls, and she just said, never church leadership for me again, thanks. And the woman said, but how do you? Put that cap on Emil, number one. Number two, decide for God what he wants to do. Number three, it's sinful. Stop it. Hell, she said, okay. Not living in the now. So what have you said to God? But jy nie weer gaan doen nie. Ek sal nie weer nie. Ek gaan nie weer nie. Maar is dit wat die Heere gesê het? Wat sê Davie? Is die Saviour en Lord? Because if he's Lord, then you can't tell him, he can tell you. Ne? Davie, you said that. So, so I want to end with that. Live in the now. Build connection. Real